Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, holiday trees and holiday multiforms, uh, wherever you are, whether you're a who or a whovian, or you just say, who, what, where uh, am I? It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that should leave you with mild versions of those questions, but then you say, you know what? I don't care. Uh, this dude's just here to talk and keep me company while I fall asleep. So glad you're here. If you're new, give this show a few tries. It is really different, but I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off of stuff uh, to be your friend in the deep, dark night because I've been there and a bunch of other people listening have been there too. And all of us agree you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a bedtime you do, you know you could look forward to or feel neutral about not one you dread. So just see how it goes. I'm here to help. I hope I can uh, structurally what to expect. There'll be some support. That's how the show comes out free twice a week. Then there'll be a long meandering intro. And then we'll uh, cover a Who Holiday special uh, that uh, about uh, like... Uh, yeah, about Doctor Who, but it'll be more like a bedtime story, so if you've never seen it before, don't worry. And it's a really nice one, some really nice uh, like uh, ways to celebrate the holiday season. So, so glad you're here. Uh, I really hope I can help. I appreciate you coming by. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Thanks for making it possible, my patron peeps. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play, and I'll do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts on your mind, the things you're thinking about. So thoughts like thinking stuff uh, about the past, present, the future, all this, those things at once. Stuff you just say, like, uh, what do you, uh, I don't know, so many times I notice that I'm thinking when I'm doing something else, I'm thinking, you know, especially at bedtime and in my morning routine, normally about the past, present. So it could be thoughts, it could be feelings, anything coming up for you emotionally related to those thoughts or uh, that are just there, uh, like uh, feelings left over from the day or, you know, just feelings, you know, human stuff. It could be physical sensations, it could be changes in time, temperature, routine, you could have guests, you could be traveling. You could be in the middle of something. You could have something coming up. Whatever it is, it could be a lot of different stuff. Whatever it is, we're here to keep you company and take your mind off of it so you could fall asleep. And a couple things to know is uh, the reason I make the show is that you deserve a good night's sleep. And uh, you deserve a place at bedtime where you feel less alone. But uh, like a bedtime where you could at least feel neutral about it, if not look forward to it. I mean, I think most Sleep With Me listeners are like, well, I don't dread bedtime anymore. I got scoots there. 
And I know he he brings a kind of mediocrity. He he brings he he's the most if there's if there's a like a if there is peak mediocrity, uh, which I don't know. He doesn't even know if he could do that because he said, "Well, I'm confused by that." His his vocabulary is so mediocre, and his understanding of concepts, but he embraces it. There's, place sleep with me. Place where mediocrity is embraced, especially at bed. You say, "Well, at least I don't feel. I feel somewhat neutral about bedtime." Like we say around here, we take our water, you know, we don't take our water tepid, but uh, symbolically, you say, bring me some tepid water, man. Uh, Your grace, what can I bring you? Uh, Some tepid water right away, Uh, because I'm looking to appeal to the, to to some, I'm looking to to get the perspective of some of the algae in our community. Uh, so, but, oh, so this show is here to keep you company and so you can fall asleep because you deserve a good night's sleep. That's one part of it. Now, the less alone part is a little bit more complicated in this digital whatever we're in. I don't think we're in a realm, but kind of we are. Or I'm trying to carve out a safe place, which would be within a realm. Can I, We'll declare my safe place. It's a mediocre realm, the realm of mediocrity. He's, he, you can't call him a, you can't be a, unfortunately, you can't be a prince in the realm of mediocrity, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's where, that's where, like, I, you don't rule there either. You don't have to, no pressure. That's what's great about being in a realm of mediocrity. You say, well, I just can be my, I can just be okay. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, what else do we got here? Um, realm of mediocrity. Uh, oh, oh! So the other side of the show. Why you're not supposed to feel what? Like uh, you're not alone because you know whatever is keeping you awake. Uh, while I might not have experienced it, or maybe you know there's hundreds of thousands of people listening right now that may may not have been through the same thing you're going through. There's a lot of us that could relate to it. Even if I can't relate to it, there's probably someone else out there that can relate to how it feels. And the reason I make the show is because I can relate to a lot of those things, uh, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep, not even knowing. Like the other night I was like, am I awake? Have I been awake for two hours or asleep or in and out of sleep? And uh, I'm thinking about starting a debate club with my sleep apps where I say, wait a second. Uh, they say, our sensors don't lie, sir. And I say, but uh, this this information does not seem. And they say this is this is the data. This is the data and the data we have about you. Did you say data, not data? Like like uh, like like data art. And then they hung up, and they said, "This is uh, so. Whatever is keeping you awake." Uh, the most important things are you deserve a good night's sleep or you could get some rest and ideally you feel less alone. Now, this show does not work for everybody, but good news, <laughs> and I laugh because it's a strange bit of good news, it works for almost no one on the first try. So give it a few tries and see how it goes. It's free. And that's what most reviewers say, like people that pay for the podcast now, they say that there's people that pay for the podcast that said, I couldn't stand you. Then two years later, I had a big appointment coming up, couldn't sleep, tried the podcast. Now I listen every night. 
Now, that's kind of an edge edge case, but most people say, at first try, didn't like it, you know, skeptical, doubtful, irritated. Then the second try, I was kind of like, huh, oh, this doesn't make any sense. The third try, I was like, oh, okay, it's not supposed to. So give it a few tries, see how it goes. You got nothing to lose. But if you already loathe the podcast, that doesn't change the fact that most of us can relate to how you feel. And that you deserve a good night's sleep. So check out sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you and see there's other sleep podcasts and sleepy audio on there. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to keep you coming. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night out of my mediocre, media, out of the realm of mediocrity. It's so mediocre. You see, you're misusing that. I don't know if he knows. He, and I say, that's, that's, uh, that's how I do it. Uh, couldn't be the epitome of mediocrity or the epitome of it uh, without uh, without wandering around in the realm of it uh, and saying, I don't even know. Do I? I don't know. Uh, so I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark and I'm use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and superfluous tangents. So that means my voice is not traditionally soothing because it's here to keep you company and not be listen, kind of barely listen to me. And also, I go off topic, as you've seen, pointless meanders and superfluous tangents have already been on a few. But all of it, to keep you company, this is a podcast you don't really listen to. You just kind of barely listen. Uh, Like, you kind of tune me. You could tune me out. You could tune tune me barely. Or you could listen, because this is also not a podcast that puts you to sleep. I keep you company while you fall asleep. There's no pressure to listen and no pressure to fall asleep. In fact, I'm going to be here to the very end because there are listeners who can't sleep who are listening to the show or who need a break during the day who are listening. And I'm here to the very end, uh, whether you're awake or asleep. Uh, and, and for a lot of people, that's what works about the show. They say, oh, I know you're going to be here, so I don't have to listen to you. And I don't have to listen to you, but I know you're going to be here. So this is a podcast that doesn't put you to sleep uh, and uh, you don't really listen to it. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar bestie, your boar, did I say boar bud, your neighbor, your boar burr, your friend in the deep dark night and keep you company. So those are some things, podcasts you don't listen to, sleep podcast that doesn't put you to sleep, takes a few tries to get used to. Is there more good news? Oh boy, is there. Because we designed the show in a very specific way, just because it goes out, you know, and uh, with specific goals in mind. But as you become a regular listener, you can't adjust how you listen. But let me tell you why the show is structured the way it is. Show starts out with a greeting. So you feel seen and welcomed in. And you say, maybe I could check this podcast out. Then there's a sponsor and listener support, so the show could be free. So paying for it is optional. And the podcast comes out reliably twice a week, uh, Sundays and Wednesdays. Then, separate from the support of the show is an intro that's about 10 to 20 minutes long that goes on and on and on where I try to describe what the podcast is unsuccessfully or inefficiently or in a mediocre way. This time it works. I'd say most people would rate the podcast on one side of mediocre because, as I've heard so many times, see the intro goes just goes on and I, you know, you're supposed to just intro the show and move on into the bedtime story. And I say, well, the intro again serves purposes. So the goal is to show you feel welcome. The podcast is free. 
And then the intro eases you into bedtime. It gives you some time to wind down or do a bedtime routine or get ready for bed or be in bed getting comfortable. And if you fall asleep during the intro, that's totally fine. Or if you skip the intro, that's totally fine. But for most listeners, the intro is part of the wind down in the twilight period of the show. It eases you into bedtime. So that's why it goes on and on and on. That's why it's different every time, but it follows the same structure so that um, it feels familiar, but you can't quite adjust whatever's keeping you awake. Um, So that's the intro. Yeah, a small percentage of people fall asleep during it, and some people, uh, 2 or 3% skip it. So just see how it goes and see if it works for you. Then... Uh, there's support for the show after the intro, and then there's our story. Tonight will be a little bit of a holiday uh, special from Doctor Who. Get one last piece of tenon in there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, D to, get some the, the D to the T, that doctor. If I if I had more, if I wasn't mediocre, I'd know. Oh, that's the seventh doctor, but I don't think I don't know if it is. That was just a number that popped in my head. So, eleventh. Uh, I don't know why am I. Are those prime numbers? No idea. Thanks, brain, for inter- oh. So, uh, the, uh, oh. So, yeah, that's the bedtime story. Be, that'll be about forty-five, fifty minutes. I think maybe longer because the episode's pretty long. And then there'll be uh, some thank yous at the end. So it's the structure of the show. That's why I make the show. Uh, it's here for you. So see how it goes. Uh, I really hope I can help you fall asleep. I work really hard. I yearn and I strive. And there's a lot of other people that work really hard at bringing this podcast to you. Couldn't do without them either. So I appreciate, appreciate it. And, uh, I really hope I can help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways we're able to do this for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody, Scoot's here, and I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm normally, uh, I'm not surprised to be wrong since it happened so often. But for some reason, I was under the impression that there was only two David Tennant seasons of Doctor Who. And I was a little bit uh, confused, especially watching this episode, uh, this holiday special, because I said, wait a second, um... Isn't this when they change up doctors or whatever, or they at least set it up? And, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk about uh, previews at the end of the episode, but I said, whoa, that's, uh, this must be, is there like a di- another special, like another Doctor Who movie? Because that's a lot of David Tennant, and, uh, you know, I can't get enough of that. And But it turns out, as in so many things, Scoots is wrong. You know, that's what qualifies me to make a sleep podcast. So, you know, my mistake to your benefit, because I just looked and it looks like uh, season four is full of tenant. Uh, so that's great for, for everybody. But right now we're talking about season three, episode 14, the Christmas special from 2007. Voyage, uh, fantastic voyage, uh, uh, come along and ride on a fantastic voyage, like ride, ride and slippity slide. I don't know if which, I mean, I know the song came first cause I think that was in nineties. I'm thinking of the hip hop one. Was that a Coolio song? But, uh, so I, I know I was just wondering anybody that, uh, 
I was trying to imagine the experience of uh, curling up with my family on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve and watching this because uh, it is a like a longer episode. Probably if it, I don't know if it had commercials or not, but it clocks in at an hour and twelve minutes or just under it with the uh, previews afterwards. But yeah, we'll run through it here and uh, let's see. It starts off uh, last uh, epoch, no, oh last episode. Doctor thinking there's a ship horn. He's like doing stuff on a ship, and then a WTF. Uh, there's dust. What? 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 Uh, bells, steam, water, and it's the tight hull of the Titanic. Uh, then he makes some adjustments to the ship. Uh, the TARDIS re uh, repairs itself or reforms, pushes the ship out. But then the doctor's like, "Wait a second, that gives me an idea," and I don't know. It's tough to say. I mean, that looks like a ship's thing, but then he ends up inside of a room. I got to pause it here. Oh, yeah, let's see. Um, Hold on. Looks like some glue's on the table. Oh, you know, when I pause it, it doesn't. Um, But it's a different uh, something shipping company, lim- limited first floor. Doctor goes into a room. Where the Christmas is being celebrated, wood panels, globes, uh, fancy dress, people serving drinks, angel statues, a desk, uh, uh, people dressed like uh, they belong on ships. But one of the angels looks at them, so they're angel bots. And very fancy, very fancy. This is the Titanic, uh, but we realize we're in... um, like, it's a large uh, diversity of uh, not just human beings. Uh, and then the doctor says, right, he looks out the window. Uh, in orbit above Sol 3, also known as Earth, population human. Oh, boy, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Christmas. So that must have been fun for the holiday season to see that. Uh, fancy holiday, Jingle Bells was playing, angels, bots, lots of uh, beings. So, yeah, under... Right, Titanic, Soul 3, Earth. Then we're on the bridge. Uh, there's like a dude that looks a little bit like the guy from Paper Chase. Uh, got his name written down, but I forgot his name. Uh, it's a space liner above Earth. Uh, Captain's got medals. There's this kid bridge who's working there. He's new. They sent everybody off to get some rum. And we see Kid Bridge, he's midshipman, first trip out. I'm Kid Bridge. And he says, well, you could go take a break. He goes, oh, no, Bridge's got to be staffed by two. Level five planet, silent night, they call it. Uh, Max Capricorn commercial, cruise lines, jazzy water. Oh, jazzy winter wonderland. People dancing, happy people, doctor smiles. Casio Angels here to funk. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, experience primitive cultures. That's why they're really there. Most famous vessel of Earth, Max, Max, Max Capricorn, Max Hedrum. And then they say, oh, there's a software problem because uh, one of the angels is having trouble. Uh, eight of them down, some kind of bug. Throw them overboard. 
It's one of those angels that got to cost more money, even that I'll ever make in my entire lifetime. So I don't normally like to call for the firing of an imaginary character, but, uh, see, that's very wasteful. I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'd re, you know, refurbish them. I mean, it was foreshadowing. If you knew what you knew, uh, do rude guy with Gemir Earth uh, Antigo jacket, oh, antique Earth jacket, genuine Earth antique jacket. Doctor helps Astrid, who's serving drinks. The guy bumps into her. She bumps into him. They break the glasses, uh, spills on his jacket. Merry Christmas. Uh, something Malone used to be. Are you alone or something? It used to be no. Yes, no. Spruce put diner to be here. No. Shore leave. No. Oh, so they're going. Are you going to do have any shore leave? She says, no, I'm stuck on the ship. Uh, they don't let us off the ship because of insurance purposes. Uh, but I've always dreamt of seeing another sky. Dreamy eyes. Uh, doctor's charming. I'm a stowaway. Seriously. This is a. No, yeah, it's a bit of a party. Uh, I thought, why not uh, have this jib thing? Uh, have a drink in the house. Uh, rude people who, uh, these are, there's a group of people that are rude to another group of people. Dressed in kind of cowboy, fun cowboy outfits. But they're, but they're nice, but they're, other people are being rude. They won tickets to come. By the light of the asteroid, that's the name of the game show they won the tickets on. Doctor sprays the rude people with champagne. One person's like, uh, we'll get to it, but I'm, uh, her name's Foon. Podcast. Uh, oh, Foon, because Foon is uh, famous in podcast. Like, it's a famous thing in podcasts. Or a podcast. Uh Red uh, six seven tickets uh, get to go to Earth. Uh, come on, let's go. Uh, but then we go to the bridge. There's trouble on the bridge. Power uh, meteor shower. Power's going down to the shields. A meteor shower. Uh, and uh, standard bionic red six seven. This way, Doctor uses his fake uh, pamphlet thing. Psychic sonogram or whatever it's called. I don't know. Doctor pulls a fast one. Okay, London Town, UK, Wenseless. Okay, here's the game show info. Doctor sits down with them. They said, fancy dress. Uh, then why are they laughing at us? Uh, well, they're just classist because uh, we want our tickets. Juicy Crystal. Uh, that's the five husbands of Juicy Crystal. You ever watch the light of the asteroid? Oh, won't the twins? Oh yeah, that's it. Marvelous. So, and then that's when the doctor sprays the rude people with champagne, which is funny. And he says, I'm the doctor. Nice to meet both of you. Red six, seven. That's with the bridge and meteors and no, no shields. Oh, maybe you're going to do a light show. Where did I put, where does I put the guy's name, uh, the actor that he looks like? Uh, Will, not Will, uh, oh, I almost had it. Uh, okay, this dude knows nothing about Earth, uh, which is pretty, pays off over it. Uh, she says, doctor says, you can come with me, Astrid. She says, I'll get fired. He goes, you get to get to see the brand, brand new sky, or, you know, new sky I'll cover for you. London Town, UK, ruled over by good King Wenseless, uh, 
and they worship the great god Santa who uh, and his wife Mary. And Santa Claus, they think it's Santa Claus, uh, and they go, uh, they deal with turkeys. Uh, so a little bit of uh, telephone uh, where the guy doesn't totally understand. Doc just like, where'd you get this information from? And he goes, I have a degree in earthonomics, uh, and now stand by. So we all go to Red 6-7. She used to work at the... Uh, Worship Santa. She used to work at the, the space. Bonac. Oh, he's a, a red six seven. We meet Bonac. Bana. Hold on. What's your name? Bana. Kafa. Alata. Bana Kafa Alata. Bana Kafa Alata. I think I got it right. I said it a ton of times when I was watching, but um. Okay, they get down to Earth. Uh, just a street doctor says, should be full of people. Oh, they say, watch out, Boxing Day's coming up. They also have a, a credit card so they can buy gifts uh, undercover. Uh, Earth currency. But the street's empty. Doctor says, should be packed. Uh, and then Astrid's like, I love it here. Uh, oh, it's don't try try the beef. That's what the guy says, the direct, or the tour guide or whatever. But Astrid says, I love it. It smells. There's alien shops. I'm on a different planet, just like what you would react, you know. Just, I mean, I find it very relatable. And it was funny because the doctor couldn't relate because the doctor's been on so many planets. Uh, London dressed up, London at Christmas, uh, them up above. And they meet in, we meet a news person, uh, advertisement for Carol's in Camden. Queen stayed in her palace, but everybody else left because of the past few holiday specials. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. But then they get zipped back to the ship. Uh, Palm Flex free drinks. I don't know what Palm Flex means, but the power, oh, power flux. Uh, free drinks. The doctor asks, uh, what's going on? There's a meteor. He looks it up. There's the meteor. Oh, no, we're on the bridge. See the meteors changing course. Uh, shields, we got to put them up. No, as you were. Oh, John Houseman, that's who it is. Uh, he magnetizes the hall. What are you doing, a light show? Then there's a live band singing Be With My Love on Christmas Day. I don't know the actual name of that song, but that might be the name of it. Doctor Smiles. Uh, we see a, like a TV with a Max ads on it. The doctor hacks that. Uh, uh, Max has a gold tooth that winks. Uh, Doctor checks the shields. Shields are down. Meteors are coming. He calls the bridge. You got no shields. Then all the people at work on the ship say, come with me, sir. Step away. Uh, panel all me, uh, all me. Doctor tries to make a moment. But he gets tries to says, look out the windows. Uh, then Kid Bridge, uh, John Houseman says, I'm taking over the bridge myself. Uh, uh, Kid Bridge, you're not in on the, you're not Kid Bridge anymore. Uh, check the shields, man. Uh, rock, a rock comes through the window. I said, wait, give me, I'd be like, give me off the ship now. Oh, we got oxygen sealed. Oh, I don't care. If a rock from space came on here. Uh, you there? Bad news. A houseman chain. Doctor and friends, uh, oi, Stuart, uh, the shields are down. 
Colmax Capricorn, Red Alert. Big Buick uh, sequence. There's a big something sequence uh, where the ship's, because uh, the ship starts getting bumped by asteroids. And there's even like a little, yeah, a little action sequence. Everybody's running around. Crash, boom, trouble on ship. Uh, angels wake up. Doctor's got his glasses on. The angels line up on deck 31, maybe? Looks like it. Uh, doctor says fingers, uh, like a doctor, with, he's with a group of people. Bonaconavaletta, quiet, the rich guy, Astrid, Mr. Copper, who's the steward of the, uh, what do you call that when you work at a museum? And uh, some dude that works on the ship, uh, doctor opens, oh, the guy goes, don't worry, I'll open this door, I'll go to the bridge, and, and it's outer space. So that doesn't, WT, that's the WTF, the doctor seals that up, Rick, Ricks and Stone or something, Ricks and Sloan, that's a rude, rich guy, total jerk, yeah, I put it there. Ship overboard, his TARDIS is overboard, but it'll go to wherever the Earth's nearest gravitational pull Bit small, bit distant, uh, goes to Earth, uh, near center of gravity. Angels host at this elevator door. Oh, the angels are the hosts of the ship. Uh, uh, something about elevator door, uh, something effect we play. Oh, so the angels, they're supposed to be like, uh, information portals, I guess. Uh, you go up to, you say, hey, where do I get a drink? Where's the restroom? They don't really show them doing anything else, but they're supposed to be information portals. All of a sudden, you know, they've been hacked or something by somebody else, Max Capricorn, spoiler. But they say, uh, we're our only purpose now. This is so weird, but I mean, not for Doctor Who. They say our only purpose is to, to, to learn to play, what is that game called? Ultimate Frisbee. And the cool thing is that their uh, angel halos are frisbees. The bad thing is they've never played. They're they're not human. They're just robots. They're very strong, but they've never played frisbee before. And they just immediately start throwing their frisbees. So that bumps people, you know, gives people a bump. They say, I don't like that. Uh, stop throwing the frisbees. But they don't stop because they say, we need to learn to play and, you know, really good at Ultimate Frisbee. You're it. And they say, that's not even how you play Ultimate Frisbee. And they say, Deck 22 to Bridge. Hello, Sailor. So doctor call, the doctor calls Kid Bridge. Stay calm. Tell me your name. He says his name, but it's not, it's Kid Bridge is better. Engines are cycling down. Oh, that's not good. Uh, so, uh. Fire up the engines. Uh, oh, fire up the containment fields. The kid bridge says, I don't think that's going to work. Uh, and he says, don't worry about what's going to work, kid. Uh, people worry. Doctor calms them. One B. He goes, here's the, here's what we're going to do. One, then B, or two, then three, then four, or D. Uh, then he says, uh, who, who the heck are you? I'm the doctor. I've been doing this for 903 years. I'm also like a time lord and uh, from Gallifrey. So if you if you haven't heard it, uh, learn, that's I think the rich guy says, "What qualifies you?" Uh, then all on Z, uh, 
Alonzi, uh, Moonship, Earth, Stars, Careful, Spent of Spirit of Christmas, uh, Good or be- Better Be Good for Goodness Sake. Uh, we're going to climb through the ship one. Two, B, we're going to go to the bridge. Three, C, we're going to save the Titanic. And four, or D, or IV and footnotes, uh, something, I don't know. Yeah, and he says that, okay, but, uh, good on, I'm a doctor, I'm a time lord. We're right at the right time from Gallifrey, from the constellation of Castor Boris, uh, I'm going to save your behinds and all 6 billion people on Earth because if the ship crashed in Earth, no good. Got a problem with that? The rich guy says, no, all on Z. That's A-L-L-O-N-S dash Y. Okay, we see the moon. We got some good dialogue coming up here. Uh, Oh, the TARDIS was in that shot, I think. Uh, Doctor goes through one door. Sees the stairs are blocked, a lot of steam. You know, be careful about watch your step. Uh, blocked, bala kalavata, through the gap, tickets, uh, talk, 5,000 times credits, uh, hiding the phone bill. Oh, they say that human beings, uh, yeah, they, 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 you only get a gift if you've been good or bad. Uh, doctor says, that's not true. It's a time of peace and thanksgiving. But he goes, oh, actually, my Christmases are always like this because I'm on the special. And they find a host. They don't know the hosts are trouble, though. Strength of 10. We can use it to mend the rubble. And it ends up that the, um, uh, the they used to work in the milk factory or something on Stowe, uh, Foon and her husband. So they, uh, so they're blocked. Balakalavat, Balak. Bonacafalata, Bonacafalata, Bonacafalata. Go through the gap, see what you could do. We'll follow you. Uh, there's still a lot of shaking of the ship. Uh, and uh, Bonacafalata makes it, and then Astrid goes. Let's see. I want to see the couple talking about their. Uh, um, phone bill because that's like a nice emotional moment uh real love in the spirit of christmas so he says don't worry because the rich guy is always making comments but she goes you know this is my fault uh the tickets uh it's like a 1-900 number or something i never told you i called the competition line five thousand times it's five thousand credits which a pound is 10 credits so it's uh a lot. Uh, five thousand credits is uh, fifty or five hundred thousand uh, dollars. Uh, and she goes, yeah. And then he goes, holy cow, that's going to take the rest of our lives to pay off. Then he laughs. Uh, he says, well, we're in a ridiculous situation here. And don't worry, you know what's important? I love you. That's what's important. You made a mistake. Uh, yeah, twenty years. So uh, we'd have to both work to get that money. But you're not crossed. It doesn't matter right now. Look at us. Because, uh, you know, because I don't half love you, Miss Von Hoff. Uh, get over here. And they kiss and rub noses. There's your spirit of Christmas right there. And uh, then more acceptance and love. Uh, 
Bonacavalazza is a cyborg. Turns out this, uh, wherever the luxury line is from, is anti-cyborg culture. They are working on equal rights, but not there yet. And, uh, but Astrid's like, don't worry, I won't tell anybody. So he's got to get recharged to Bonacavalazza. Uh, and, uh, he says, Hey, but what if we go out on a date? I'd like to marry you. Uh, she goes, what if you buy me a drink after we get out of this? Uh, then we are on the bridge kitchen. Oh, then we see her the kitchen. There's, uh, there's about 50, 60 people on board, but the angels and the hosts, uh, are trying to play, uh, what do you call that? Uh, ultimate Frisbee with everybody, which tires everybody out. So they can't do anything. Uh, they're stuck. Uh, frisbee only. Repeat, frisbee only. The host, and then there's action. Doctor wants to know what's on deck 31 or something. Not, not our only problem. One problem at a time, kid. Deck 31, nothing on there. She. Uh, then they stop for a snack. Snack time. Looks good. 9.03. See me in the mornings okay oh this is like a little romance talk they talk about well you should see me in the mornings uh doctor says she says you look good for 903 years old because you see me in the morning she goes okay maybe i will uh christmas day merry christmas so it's past midnight on earth space shuffles oh this is interesting let's see where this is uh this piece of dialogue here is coming up in a little bit. Oh, also the host tried to like, uh, whatever, not important. We missed it, but, uh, tried to get a, let me know. Let's get this engines going. They're, they're having their snack now. Even time Lords have to eat, uh, look good for nine Oh three. And, uh, yeah, they share a moment. Uh, a doctor past midnight Earth time. Uh, humans are going to be uh, doing their wild Christmas rituals. Uh, Merry Christmas. What's this Christmas thing all about, anyway? Uh, long story. I should know. I was there. Uh, I got the last room at the end. <laughs> Is he talking about planets waking up? Can't we single the sig- signal them? No, they don't have spaceships. But they have shuffles. Oh, space shuffles. That uh, that miss. Mr. Cooper, where'd you get your earthonomics degree? And we got another piece of truth, uh, honestly, at a laundromat. And I'm not kidding. Let's see. Just between us, uh, Miss Gold Lightly's happily traveling university and dry cleaners. So dry cleaners, now a laundromat. So you lied to the company to get the job. Yep. Uh, wasted my life on stow. And I was a traveling salesman, never had any savings. Uh, so this is, yeah, nothing to show for it. He actually gets a wish. He says, uh, I'd like to retire, basically. Earth sounded so cool, exotic, man. How come you know her so well? Uh, oh, well, you, doctor says, I'm into Earth. Uh, Earth, uh, yeah, mm, I like it. And Mr. Cooper says, I'm going to lose my job and worse because uh, I lied about my degree. They say, talk about classist. If you lie about your degree, you get in trouble. I mean, you get in real trouble, not just a little trouble, which is wild. Uh, 
Um, let's see. So where is it from? Host knock at the door. They're in a giant room with a steam engine. Lots of uh, angels. And we got a lot of big farming going on here. Uh, uh, a lot of big farm visits. Because they say, like Christmas wish is to change form. So first there's like a bridge. Uh, the rich guy goes over there. Uh, the doctor. So then Foon's husband uh, is... Uh, so like it was so like uh, I guess this is like serious stakes. Uh, he says uh, he t- trips and goes to the big farm, uh, the big engine. He, he big engine. So Foon's obviously really upset. Uh, rich guy goes over. Sorry, Foon. Hugs and tears. Bonacavalata is next. Uh, then Astrid, then Mr. Copper, then Foon doesn't want to go. The doctor goes across because he has to unlock the door, but I'm coming back. Then uh, they're on the bridge, careful. Then there's quiet. Where have they gone? And then Mr. Cooper says, or Copper says, by the way, angels have wings. So the angels fly in trying to play frisbee. Uh, in the, like, uh, so the only, and they say, you don't even know how to throw these frisbees. So then they start playing frisbee baseball, which isn't even a thing, uh, just to keep the frisbees from bumping them. Then Bana, Bana Cavalata does this like a cyborg EMP thing, reveals he's a cyborg, sends out an EP, EMP, which if you've seen any movies like with EMPs, that's like a thing, an electromagnetic pulse, uh, that short circuits everything. Short circuits all the angels, but I guess only temporarily because one of the angels, most angels go down to the engine, the steam engine. But he used all his paper, uh, happy, too late, farewell. There's piano music. Uh, take, uh, Cabra says, let's take his EMP though. There's no more hosts, but yeah, there is. Uh, down gets to the bottom. Why Earth? What is the plan? Three questions used. So then another host appears with Doctor and is going to like frisbee the Doctor, but Foon ropes the thing, and they go. They take a quick trip to the big farm holiday party because I mean she can meet up with her husband there, so it's perfect. Uh, they say, let's run and get out of SOS, uh, Astridge charge, the, um, EMP, Rickson gets, uh, service mem- sensitive, uh, se- oh, he gets the sonic screwdriver. Come on, gold wireless charger. Oh yeah, the, the EMP charges wirelessly. Just, uh. I'm sort of unemployed. Uh, could squeeze it. I don't know. Well, I'm afraid we forgot the tradition of Christmas. The angels have wings. That's where the tape is. The copper's saying that. So the angels show up. That's when they're playing baseball. I'm trying to find this uh, wireless charging. I don't know what the quotes are. Bonacavalata. Uh, they take his EMP. Foon takes care of the one uh, angel that's still bugging them. There's still angels on board. Uh, 
But Astrid, uh, they got to charge 60 seconds uh, to charge. Uh, and Rixon gets open the doors with a sonic screwdriver. Go, go, doctor says, okay. Mr. Cooper, I need you uh, oh, to get put a Band-Aid on. Blue light comes on. It'll beep when it's charged. Uh, I'm not coming with you, though. I got to go to deck 31. What if you meet us a host? Well, I'll just have some fun. Sounds like you do this kind of thing all the time. Not by choice. Uh, all I do is travel, just a traveler. Imagine that. No tax, no bills, no boss. Just open sky. Doctors, and she says, well, I'm unemployed. Uh, maybe I could travel with you. Could I? She asked him directly. And she says, even, I'll take care of you. And he's like, uh, says, well, it's not easy. Uh, I got no one back on stove, just me. Gives her a long look, uh, but he is smiling. What do you think? Uh, can I come with you? Yeah, there, he just turns his mouth. Uh, yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, she smiles. Ship shakes. Time to move, though. Music. Uh, yeah, ship quake. Kid, kid a bridge. He's, like, steering the ship. It actually has, like, a steering wheel. But it, I don't know, the engines aren't working again or something because the ship's, no, the ship's still, I mean, the ship's in rough shape, I guess. Astrid and Rickson keep an eye on everybody. Uh, keep an eye on Mr. Copper. See you later. And then she goes, there's old tradition on Planet Stowe. Let me stand on a box. I'm going to give you a kiss. Uh, Big time. Closed mouth kiss. Uh, you know, appropriate for very old tradition. Yes. Uh, but a nice one. Doctor heads off. See you later. Oh, yes. Doctor goes back across the bridge. Uh, Astrid, Copper, and uh, Rickson are running. Go, everybody's on stairs. There's music. More uh, uh, hosts, but Astrid EMPs them. Which is impressive. Uh, everybody's impressed, jumping for joy. Four more down. Oh no, that's later. The doctor gets surrounded. Security protocol one. He knows that's when he gets to ask questions. Uh, he goes, "Do I get to ask three questions?" Right? Uh, and they said, "That's question one." But can we not count that question? A question two. He goes, wait a second, I'm not a passenger, I'm a stowaway, so uh, you should bring me to the figure of authority on deck 31, am I right? Uh, brilliant, take me to your leader. Always wanted to say that. You know, I'm not on record as a passenger, so you got to do that. You can't play frisbee with me because I don't, you know, I'm not a passenger. And I say, okay, I guess so. Uh, Kid Bridge seals the doors of the bridge. Uh, wristbands. Uh, oh, Astrid sees the wristbands. He's a little sad or something. Astrid sees the wristbands that teleport your earth. She gets an idea. Call the bridge. No, she calls the bridge. They see the, the guy says, no, no, I can't help you. She goes, I need to be teleported to 31. No, can't do it. For the doctor, he's on his own. Giving you power, good luck. 
then part of deck 31 looks just it's a we've seen it already it's like the where they repair all the hosts uh but there's a secret door uh that opens up to uh, like a shielded area and dude comes out first you see a car like uh and then there's a dude in there, and he says, my name is Max. Uh, his teeth even shine. And doctor says, yeah, I love your book, man, How to Get Ahead in Business. Uh, and he goes, what are you, the office joker? That's what Max says to the doctor. And the doctor says, nice wheels, man. And he goes, no one's made me laugh in a while. And then again, they, they say, he goes, I've had to hide out because people dislike cyborgs. I'm a cyborg. And, uh, sign for, oh, there's a nice sign for the lower deck. Uh, what's gone wrong? Doctor does not understand, uh, because he's like, why, I don't understand why you're doing this, man. Crashing the Titanic, uh, that's uh, counterintuitive. And he goes, no interviews. And doctor goes, yes, no, yes. Then he figures it out, uh. He goes, oh, you're a failure. You were voted out by your board. You're out of business. Uh, Ren Hoxico, too. Very fond of metal. Oh, of metal, he says. Like, uh, it sounded a little bit like uh, Dr. Like the Austin Powers pronunciation of it. Metal, he says. Just reminded me of that. Uh, Max is in like a car that also has like one of those big printers, uh, like steam coming out of and everything. Uh, he goes, I never lose, man. Doctor calls him a loser. He says, I never lose. Uh, and he goes, you can't sink the Titanic. Uh, oh, I am. Then he says, by the way, I could just shut down the engines for my computer. I don't know why I had to do this whole plan. And it goes, everybody goes, yeah, that seemed a little bit much. Uh, no, so clean now. Two for me, and then I retire. So he, basically, he's going to um, he's gonna be fine in his, like, shielded chamber. Then he's going to get picked up. He's going to go retire. Two people are coming for me to pick him up. He's been running. He had to run his company by hologram for a while. But, yeah, he, sh- he says, uh, let the... Uh, uh, Christmas, uh, disco inferno commence, uh, but really they're going to crash the Titanic and it's going to make everybody disco until they t- too tired to play holidays. Uh, then Astrid appears in a forklift of all things. Like first she was scoping out the situation. Then there's big music for forklift action music. Uh, cause there's a forklift showdown. In her car and Max's car do that thing where two cars push each other in the movies. Uh, no, And then all of a sudden they use a Frisbee to cut her brake lines. And then there's slow-mo, super slow-mo, soft focus on Astrid and the doctor. Because they say the best way to appreciate uh, the holiday season is more characters from this episode to go to a holiday party in the big farm. So Astrid and Max do that, uh, which, uh, you know, that's wild. Big farm, Darik Balslar. 
the ship's going down in slow-mo too. Doc, big farm something. To the beaches of Penhaxico too. That's where the dudes retire. And uh, Kid Bridge, there's lots of yelling during the slow-mo with music playing. So you can't hear the yelling. And Copper and Rickson are yelling. But the doctor does this slow walk where he's frowning. His hands are out. You know, action hero walk. Uh, and then he puts his hands out and he snaps. And these angels uh, pick him up and they start flying upwards. I just realized a host of angels, they're hosts and they're angels. Uh, and they start flying upwards. Uh, they're glowing. They put their hands above their heads, which is like, uh, kind of like uh, one of the superheroes when they fly. But then it makes sense because they go through the floor of the bridge. They're wearing gloves, too. And Kid Bridge is there, and they say, I think he says, what's the name of your family or your first name? He says, Alonzo, Olonzi, man, perfect. Then there's more action music, and the doctor's at the helm of the ship. Uh, here's where Astrid says, Mr. Capricorn, and she uses the forklift, the lights. She puts it in gear, puts her foot down to the floor, pedal to the metal, man. And that's when she has a little show-off with uh, Max Hedrum, Max Capricorn. But then the angel, I guess, purposefully cuts a brake line. It doesn't make sense because it doesn't look like the brake line would be where it hit, but whatever. And uh, they go back and forth. And then a super slow-mo. No, the doctor says. Uh, and they get the zooms on their eyes and their faces. Uh, uh, soft focus. She lifts up Max with the forklift and guns it. And different than Thelma and Louise, but uh, in the spirit of Thelma and Louise. Uh, in the spirit of Thelma and Louise. And Dutch says, Astrid. And uh, oh, she even waves goodbye. I didn't see that part. Uh, and Dr. Breeze Savvy grinds his teeth a little. And that must have been a break because it faded. Then the Titanic falling. Voyage is, uh, you know, over. Kid Bridge is running around the bridge yelling. Ship's shaking. He's trying to steer it and press buttons. Overwhelmed for sure. Rickson and Copper hugging and holding on to the ship and each other. Ooh, very dramatic yelling from Kid Bridge. It look, almost looks like he's singing. Uh, then the slow-mo walk of the doctor, sparks and stuff falling behind him. Then, you know, shoulder, head and shoulder shot. Now a shot of him walking again, more sparks. Another shot of him, um, even closer, head shot. Uh, very determined. Now his arms are out. He says, come here, with his hands. Uh, two angels. Take his arms uh, after he snaps, and they fly on e eagle's wings, bearing them, uh, you know, on the something before Earth's dawn. There's lots of yelling. Uh, doctor takes the helm of the ship, uh, but it looks like they're doing re-entry. Uh, he's trying to pull at the helm. Lots more yelling. He calls for the queen, and they're trying to say all is well. Queen was right to stay in uh, 
not in Godsford Park, uh, Buckingham Palace. But uh, now the doctor says you got to get out of there. So her and her dog, she's still in her bathrobe. Seven code seven seven one. By the way, if you ever uh, if you ever have the same authority as the doctor, it's code seven seven one. And the newsy who's still in London also says, "Oh no, don't you there!" Uh, but they do manage to pull up at Buckingham Palace and avoid the Buckingham Palace uh, Queen waves and says, "Thank you." Doctor, happy Christmas. Alonzo is so happy. Kid, kid, uh, bridge. He rings the bell. Cheery music, almost Mary Poppins esque. Uh, the doctor and kid bridge talk. Okay, you're gonna have to. You know, they're, we're getting picked up. Uh, you know, they're gonna be. Uh, we told we told them all about everything that happened. They believed it uh, because. Uh, it was so wild. They said the only person capable of this kind of wildness is Max Capricorn. And the doctor says, I'm going to take a, a couple of these teleports. Uh, but first, oh, no, first he tries. He says, this teleport thing still work? And they say, yeah, I think so. And he goes, oh, well, it's a little bit like uh, Willy Wonka Ask. They say, oh, well, they, they keep your uh, thing. I'll, I'll, it'd be easier if I read it while it's happening. So they say, no, 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 let's get to that point. Uh, but basically, the doctor tries to bring Astrid back, uh, you know, because what he wants is not to be alone. The teleport, uh, oh, short circuits. Mr. Cooper, Copper, uh, what's the code? Uh, okay, let's do it. Uh, yeah, if a passenger was on shore, their molecules are uh, held in stasis. Uh, they think that's probably how teleporting works. So we could call her back halfway, call, come back, and then she short circuits. Feedback with a molecule grid. Oh, no, 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 no. We need phase containment, uh, surface suspension, override the safety. She's gone, doctor. I can do it. I can do it. Copper says, let her go, man. She's like half uh, in half form. Doctor kicks the machine. Stop me, I'm fall. Catch me, I'm falling. Just like the song, Falling in Love. Doctor goes, uh, there's not enough time left. System's not working. She's just Adam's doctor. And, uh, you know, she's got some memory. Other than that, she's an echo. She's stardust. Uh, doctor goes, great call, bro. Astrid Path, the citizen of Stowe, uh, the woman who looked at the stars and dreamt of traveling. Well, now you're stardust. Uh, and then they just let her out the window. I guess you got an open window on a spaceship. Uh, not a great idea. Old tradition. Oh, he kisses her. I, I miss that all the times I watch the episode. He's too furiously writing. Because there's a weird portrait of the spaceship in trouble behind them. Now you could travel forever. Your remote control opens the window, and then she turns to Stardust and goes out the window. Even Rickson is touched. Uh, you're not falling anymore, Astrid. You're flying. So she goes out the window, and everybody stares. You know, a little moment. Uh, then we see the Earth. We see the ship uh, flying away again. Uh, then we check back in. Oh, it fades from the Earth to a globe. And they say, okay, great. Uh, this is well, this is when we're going to get rescued. 
But then Mr. Copper says, well, they're going to, you know, I faked my degree. So this is great. We get rescued and I get in trouble. Uh, and he goes, well, it's too bad. Uh, but I guess I got to do that. Uh, my own fault. But uh, it doesn't make really sense that you get a 10 for faking your thing. Then Rickson says, Dr. Man, thanks so much. By the way, I sold all my stocks and I got super rich uh, from this thing. What do you think of that? And the doctor is not happy about it. But Copper puts that in perspective. He goes, yeah, you don't get to choose, doctor. Not fair, but probably for the best. Because if you were choosing, you know, what would that make you? And then he goes, Mr. Copper, what do you think about me and you heading to Earth? Here's a wristband. Uh, And then they start to teleport out. Kidbridge gives them a salute. Uh, They arrive on Earth. The snow's falling. And the guy guy goes, what am I going to do here, though, I guess? And the doctor says, you got that credit card? And he goes, yeah. He goes, it's got a million bucks on it. Got great France, great Germany. He goes, no, it's France and Germany. Only Britain's great. It's a little, uh, and he goes, uh, America. That's another continent, America. And he goes, TARDIS made it. Uh, that's great. Uh, and Copper goes, I don't even think the snow's real. Uh, maybe it's the ballast from the Titanic. Uh, yeah, I said, don't stick your tongue out in that case. Uh, because one of these days it might snow for real, doctor says. Uh, well, suppose you'll be off. Yeah, and he says, yeah, don't worry, the credit card, bro. That's a lot of pressure, though, not to lose it. Uh, but I think you could probably get on there online. Copper seems to know his way around a computer pretty well. And he says, a million pounds. Hey, they could buy, like, a, I could live the rest of my life. This is great. I get a nice little cottage. Uh, I guess that's 5 million credits or 50 million credits. Uh, 50 million credits. It's like uh, right now, I think, uh, like 1.15 and 1.1150 in U.S. Uh, he goes, oh, wow, this is nice. I finally get to retire. He goes, yeah, you got your Christmas wish, bruh. Consider me Santa Claus. Oh, my word. Oh, my goodness me. He's really happy. He goes, I tell you what, you play, you grow a beard. Cheers, planet Earth. Now, that's a retirement plan. Oh, I will, buddy. No interfering. I don't want any trouble, okay? Just enjoy your life. Because, uh, yeah, I have a proper garden and a door. Always wanted a door, man. Always wanted a door. I'll make you proud, doctor. And he gives his doctor a hug. Doctor smiles. Kitchen with chairs and plates. Uh, he runs off into the snow. Doctor pauses. Uh, where are you going? Where are you going? Uh, no idea. And doctor unlocks the TARDIS. Me neither. But doctor, I won't forget her. Doctor nods. Uh, there's a slow zoom out as he looks at stars in space. He sees a shooting star. Knows it's Astrid. And Mr. Copper's uh, skipping. He goes, Merry Christmas, Mr. Copper. He's really always dancing off. Uh, and then the TARDIS uh, dematerializes. 
And uh, that's it. The episode comes to a close. Uh, so pretty great episode. Happy holidays whenever you listen to this uh, or, or, you know, however you celebrate or whenever the happy whatever. If you listen to this any other time of the year. I mean, I think that things were, uh, you know, these are year-long lessons anyway. So thanks, thanks, and good night.